someone's someone's having fun over here. Hey, welcome back to the Introvert's Guide to the Universe. We are your hosts. My name is Francis, aka the other guy right over there. Is the lovely and talented EVP. Hey, e. yo, what's up? Yeah, she's she's uh, dope like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be using those slang words for the uh, entirety of this <laughs> podcast. For sure. Yo. For sure. Yeah. Mo's deaf. Right? Mo's deaf. Got us into a conversation about sweeting movies. Um, yeah. This is the show where we talk about the everyday lives of introverts and we discuss weird stuff afterwards for some out of this world reason. This is a yep. show that has a focus in one thing and then no focus on anything else. So Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, which is a reflection of our personalities. Uh, but that's, <laughs> uh, but <yeah. laughs> um, normally I would say, hey, this is a weekly or bi-weekly. Well, you know, it, it's going to ha- come out when it comes out. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, uh yeah, no, we got a lot going on in our lives. So, yeah, uh, we're going to put this out as often as we possibly can. I know there's a lot of podcasts that kind of do that. So uh, sorry if you guys like routine, but uh, we'll put this out as often as we can. We also have another one that will be coming out soon. That will be mildly attached to this, which is the teeny tiniest uh, book club. Uh, where we'll be talking about Neil Gaiman's uh, American Gods. So be on the lookout for that on the same feed, because, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. And you guys can play along with us if you're interested in reading Read along. Books. Yeah. Join us yeah. in our tiny book club. Our The tiniest little book. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to name it. I'm going to see if the tiniest book club is, is taken. Otherwise, that's what I'm going to name our little <laughs> sub-segment, because I think that's a really funny name. Anyway, um, this week's subject is interesting, um, because we all experience it at one point or another. I have avoided a lot of conflict. <laughs> but nowadays, you know what? People make things interesting. For people who don't know, I'll, I mean, you may have heard my other podcasts. The most, the, the majority of my social interaction is through podcasting. I actually don't know. Uh, I don't interact with a lot of people on a regular basis. So my, the, the likelihood of me having any type of conflict with anybody is pretty tiny, especially if you only talk to like one person from another state, like Colorado or another country, like Ireland once a week. Or twice a week, the likelihood of things going like just butting heads and anything is very tiny. So it, it's it's interesting to kind of have to relearn how to handle conflict. I mean, that's a big deal, you know, being able to handle conflict, being able to step out of yourself and be like, well, wait a minute, what's the why is this happening? What's going on? So um, I throw it to you, E. Uh, how do you normally handle conflict? It just depends. If I know the person really well, mm-hmm. then it it's a little bit different than if it was like just a stranger. Because if it's a stranger, I'm probably not going to engage. How often? Wait a minute. <laughs> this is well. I mean, like if someone's being like a dick or something. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. If I just it, probably like shrink and go into a corner somewhere. Like okay, just freaking get out of this situation. Yeah. No, I can appreciate that. I mean, you don't want to, especially if you don't know the person, you don't know what they're capable of. So you kind of don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're, you're butting heads with a stranger. So I get that. You're right. So then, okay, you're, you're butting heads with someone you know, um, friend, family, 
Like, does it does it matter? Do, do do friends get a different type of resolution when you're in conflict with them than family, or is are they the same? I feel like it's sort of the same, depending on like how close I am with the person. Mm-hmm. If it's just like a casual acquaintance, it'll likely just be very calm and not like. I don't know. I try not to take what they say too seriously because I don't know them that well. So it's sort of like whatever they kind of get more of a pass mm-hmm. than people who know me well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- uh, right. Well, I think when it comes to people you're, you're acquaintances with, uh, it, it is a little harder to be angry with them because they don't really know you all that well. And so they don't really know, like, you're maybe they accidentally pressed the button that they didn't know was a button. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm talking about. Like there's been times where like somebody said something that teased me about something that I was like, it's like at the time was really fresh and really sore. And so I, you know, kind of got angry about it, but it's like, well, they don't know, you know? Yeah. So it's sort of like, well, you can't be angry at them if they don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think, you know, I, I based on based on experience, it's hard to know. It, it, everything's inside your own head when it comes to being insulted. Like we choose to be upset or insulted by stuff. You know what I mean? Like we we have a choice to do what when somebody does something to us or says something to us. We have a choice how to react. Usually, um, right? But it you know some and and quite often if it's like. A, a barber yeah if it's something personal sometimes and you don't even like say the other person doesn't even know it's personal it's hard not to kind of take it that way and be like wow you why did you you just said this thing to me or you just did this thing to me and uh you you should know that that hurts and mm-hmm. it's not always the case i mean i don't think it's always the case where we know when something's when when something is like start off not a lot of people go out wanting to hurt someone intentionally <laughs> No, we, no, 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 uh, yeah, we, uh, unless you're just, just cruel. <laughs> just a dick. Yeah, I mean, and there's people out there who just like to. Yeah, like there are. That, I mean, but sure. then for the most part, you try not to associate with those kinds of people anyway. Yeah, you're right. So, okay, so for instance, okay, um, let's say you are upset. Do you have, like, what do you do when you're angry? Like, what's, what's the first thing you do? Or are you even aware of the first thing that you do when you're angry? Like, you know what you're doing. A lot of times I stay silent. So I I will just stay quiet. Maybe I will stop, like, laughing so much at whatever's going on. Or There's just so many different reactions. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, like, play them in my head. Mm -hmm. But there's different reactions for, like, say, for instance, like, my parents. Or my siblings. Or my best friend. Or my other friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's why I'm asking because I all know- of them are very different. And oh, okay. But but do you find because this- obviously I wouldn't like cuss out my mom or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people who would though, not your mom, but like their mom. Yeah, but we're Asian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'd get murdered. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is. It is kind of culturally you, you don't you know culturally you kind of learn that right or wrong. You kind of just have to bite your tongue. Right or wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, right or wrong. If right or if the parents right or wrong, the you're always wrong. The kid is you're always wrong. wrong. Yeah, no matter what. Uh, and that's just something that is old school. I mean, that's fairly old school. I think people who have been quote unquote Americanized, you know, uh, 
Like, I don't know about that. But I I'm mean, sorry. They, <laughs> That's they, horrible. They, they kind of – like I, I look at kind of uh, American culture and mind you, you know, I was married to a white girl for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not using this as like a, a, a huge generalization, but from my experience with her and her family and the extended family – there's almost an expectation a little bit of 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 uh resistance and be like oh look at this person she's an adult really knows how to like speak her mind and and say what needs to be said and blah 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 so i'm like that's my own only experience with that really is right. seeing that so i mean i don't know if that's a if that's a general american just thing. a yeah american thing i'm yeah. not sure either because we, we're generalizing asian stuff right off the bat by saying hey you know parents always right well i'm generalizing just because all the people that i know exactly. my own family the people that i know who are asian yeah yeah which is kind of a lot because of the area that i live in right, right. <laughs> yeah they all can't like talk to their parents. <laughs> yeah. They can't like confront their parents if there's something going wrong. They just have to like suck it up and you know just okay, yes, nod your head like all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. Right. And then you just brood in the corner and be like And then you just get text upset. your other Asian friends and you're like, "Can you believe this? This is so <laughs> annoying." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, but what can you do?" And they just shrug. What can you do? You just have to endure you know we're going into a more yeah we're going kind of into the cultural stuff but as um you know as introverts ourselves (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's coming Uh, i don't know about that try and sneak in you know it's funny filipino stuff here and there (laughs) which is funny because you know while i was waiting to, to to record i had spent most of the evening um looking up you know so and so reacts to filipino food <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'll watch these videos, and all of them are kind of the same. <laughs> they all have yeah. kind of the the same general like either distaste or like, okay, this is the thing that I like because it's like, you know, oh, it's just uh, just tastes like like um, teriyaki or something, exactly. or something that they're familiar with barbecue chicken. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this chicken adobo sounds like or tastes like a chicken teriyaki. This is fine, and I get it. I get it. it I guess it's going to bleed in." Before I met our, my co-host here, I had not really talked a lot about my culture. <laughs> I I think because I didn't have to. Um, most be- mostly because all my co-hosts have been Caucasian of some sort. You know what I mean? Like I haven't mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. any up until recently Asian uh, co-hosts. Now I have a few, so that's kind of nice. But anyway, uh, that's again beside the point. Wow, this is going to turn into an Asian podcast. Sorry, guys. I know it is. It's slowly morphing into... It's all E's fault. Ahoy, Pinoy. E is like pushing this this here, and I'm falling for it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty soon it's just right. going to be like a slight thing about introvertedness, and the rest is going to be about Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Filipino kind of, culture. And it kind of makes sense in some of this stuff because, you know, like, <laughs> we were talking about, well, you, you had sent me a video earlier of a parent scolding their child, you know, and. Oh, yeah, is, like the white parent versus the Filipino parent. Well, there wasn't a, a comparison, but I mean, it was just a Filipino. No, there was, if you looked in the bottom. Oh, it just was the the one video. I didn't see the other video. There was the only oh, okay. one. Yeah. But it was, you know, and, and this is something that we both experienced growing up where the threat, the immediate threat is, uh, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to call the police. Yeah. If you don't be quiet, I'm going to call the police. Yeah. And it's just like, what? <laughs> 
what? And and we fall for it because we're kids, of course. <laughs> but as adults, we're like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you better arrest- be quiet. You better be quiet. Yeah. Police are coming. <laughs> the lady yeah. was like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're here. They're here. Yeah. Oh, exactly. They would say the exact same thing. And and if you didn't, uh, yeah, you get a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Spank- spankings were fine, uh, are, are fine amongst us uh, Asian folk. But anyway, introverts. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to change the name at some point, I guess, right? <laughs> Filipinos guide Form, to formerly known, <laughs> yeah, the Filipinos guide as to the introverts universe. guide to the galaxy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so you you stay quiet, or you will normally um. You see, so you avoid. Okay, so the staying quiet one was definitely for my parents. Yeah. Um. If I have anything to say opposite of what they think, I try and not say anything at all yeah because it falls on deaf ears really you're not really yeah and then in the end you just end up getting a lecture and then you just have to like agree with what they say anyway yeah and (laughs) and, and mind you this is at you could be 60 and they could be 90 and it's still gonna happen (laughs) like it doesn't go away believe me look at my age i'm like almost 30 years old and i'm still like okay It'll happen for the rest of your life. And it's something we all have to live with. You know what I mean? We all have to live with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that's, uh, so that's something that I know I experience as well. Um, uh, stepping away from my parents or anything like that. Like if I ever, what I used to do. So this is, the, this is something new to me. Um, reacting to when somebody gets upset with me. So in my previous relationship, I would just give the, quiet treatment which is childish you know you you need to talk about it you need to discuss you need to communicate otherwise right. you're just gonna sit there and be like brood for a day and i used to brood i'm i was one of the best brooders in the world i would just sit there like well no one can see my face but i just you know, <laughs> you know, you know, whatever and i wouldn't talk and i just i would look dejected and i would look mad and she's like, and my and my ex would be like, "Come on, just say something." I'm used to yelling. I'm used to screaming. Just say something. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything to say. Um, and as as uh, as the relationship devolved, um, then I became much more reactive. But uh, that'd been a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And then mm-hmm. nowadays, now that I'm finding myself in conflict again, I'm finding myself like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Especially if I if I feel like I didn't do anything wrong, especially it's like, wait a minute. I need to I need to speak up at least a little bit, you know, and say mm-hmm. uh, and, and 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 kind of speak my mind. And I think I think it's fine as long as it's as long as it's thought out, you know. If it's thought right. out, I think that's the best way to do it. But I think as an introvert, you often want to just kind of avoid it, you know. Definitely, as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if it's very difficult to avoid it, mm-hmm. you know, I end up, especially in person, not getting out everything that I want to say. I feel like I stutter over the things that I really feel and it comes out the wrong way or I don't get across the point that I want to make. Right. Whereas, like, <clears throat> if I'm texting somebody, then I can reread everything I say and, like, okay, that's what I really meant. And it's easier to, like you know, send it out that way because yeah. I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. A text. Uh, my problem with text 
uh, our, uh, conflict is, um, I'll forget what I said and it'll be used against me. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Did I really say that? Oh, I did. Well, that's not what I meant. And you're right. It's hard to kind of, for me at least, um, I'm not used to it. You know, I'm not used mm-hmm. to, um, cause, uh, you know, there was a, sp- uh, up until recently, I only texted people if I needed something. Um, are you, hey, are we going to record tonight? Yes. Okay. That's the extent of, like, <laughs> I have unlimited texts and I think I was texting 50 times, <laughs> like, in a month. <laughs> like, a, t- a grand total of 50 texts in a month. And it's like, huh. I don't really, again, I don't really talk to anybody, but that's why it's interesting to, to develop, uh, you know, to obtain, a uh, kind of a relationship in sense of like, Hey, because you don't normally have conflict with people. You don't, I don't want to say don't care about, but just like, don't have a connection with, you know what I mean? Like if you don't, right. Like, unless it's just, you know, like if you're at a bar, maybe because people are <laughs> drunk, people are drinking and then stuff happens. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah. Sure. If you, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't go to the bar. You've never had a bar. You've never like seen a bar fight. I've never seen a bar fight. I've been to bars. I've been to dive bars. I've been to. I bars. went to a bar in California once, and this was with um my ex, and um. Well, the end of the night was that the people we met up with and hung out with mm-hmm. like ended up like beating the crap out of just some guy see that's the thing i i've um and i don't know how much i believe this by the way but i've never been in a fight and i was told because i'm a larger person that i kind of look like i'm a little intimidating in the sense of like i could take care of myself if i needed to which is why i think i haven't gone to a physical fight yet because mm-hmm. I've gotten people pissed, you know, accidentally. Like, cause I have a tendency to, in person, if someone's mad or angry or pissed off at me, I have a tendency, and it's somebody I don't really know very well, I have a tendency to laugh. Um, my reaction to a lot of conflict is to laugh because I find it like, why is this a, why is this an issue? Like, why are you t- escalating this? <laughs> like, come on, just, Drop it. This is stupid. We don't have to do this. And I, I find that funny. And so I'll, mm-hmm. I will laugh. And I've Well, got- there's also like the awkward laugh, which is something that I do too. It's like, it's so awkward. You just have to laugh. Like you don't know what else to do. Right. The awkward laugh. When, when have you awkward laughed last? Well, I mean, like it's always like in situations where I don't know the people. Uh, and someone does something that's sort of like offensive or weird or rude and then i'm just like Haha. like i don't know what to do like is this really happening right. like it's awkward and it's you know shocking a little bit so you just laugh because you don't know what else to do yeah no i agree i agree <laughs> uh, again I, i've been fortunate never to have been enough in, in, in that type of situation you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, because I don't, you just don't go to bars often. <laughs> well, I no, there was. I did for a while. Like there was a stint where I went to like clubs and bars and stuff. Like there. Well, was I guess that, it's different for men and women. I mean, like no uh, one's gonna come up to you and say something that you're like, "Did you really just say that?" That's that's more or less true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless I'm flirting with the wrong person or something. Yeah. But since I don't flirt with anybody, that's kind of uh, <laughs> that. That's easily avoidable. Like that's easily like I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, I guess the other reason why uh, I don't get into a lot of fights is because, yeah, as introverts, we don't want, we don't like conflict. Conflict gives us so much anxiety. We get exhausted after somebody, uh, after something that is, that, that kind of, uh, pops up and, and gets us upset or angry or gets, or, or we even get another person upset and angry. For mm-hmm. me, at least, I get tired afterwards. Like, I get Seriously, exhausted. you need, like, a really good nap afterward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or coffee or something. Like, a pick-me-up afterwards. Because <laughs> it's, it's not in our nature to want to uh, engage. While an extrovert, as far as I know, are very comfortable. From my understanding. Okay. Take it for that. From my understanding, extroverts are perfectly – they 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 are comfortable enough to be able to de-escalate stuff if stuff happens. But- um, or even escalate things because I've been around people who are extroverted mm-hmm. and they have zero problem saying something if it's on their mind. And there's like – again, I'm going with like a, like a situation where it's like you're out mm-hmm. and like, you know, somebody says something rude. They have no issue like being angry and like calling the person out. Whereas for me, if they didn't hurt me, it would just be like, okay, just walk away. Or like do your awkward laugh and back away. <laughs> like Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. call anyone out and be like, You're an a-hole or something. Which is good. I I because I, I, <laughs> I don't really okay. And that's the other thing is I don't really see the point of escalating stuff. Like I I can see why people want to do it because hey, it's like ah they feed off that stuff. It's energy. It's like ah, mm-hmm. okay. But for me it's just like oh, I'd rather just solve it now. Like Yeah, it, as long as no one's getting hurt, then it's sort of like, okay. Just leave the situation. And yeah, and a lot of this I'm learning just now. You know what I mean? Because again, I, I I don't get into a lot of conflicts. And now mm-hmm. that I've had gone through a few, my only desire is to kind of I, I don't want there to be bad blood. You know what I mean? Like you know, go to bed, uh don't go to bed angry. That's stuff stuff like that. You know, you don't want that to happen. You don't want that to you don't want to have another person experience that. Um, I, at mm-hmm. least I don't. Like, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I want people to be good right. by the end of the night or by the end of the day. Like, I want to be, I want people to be in a good place and I will do whatever it takes to make sure that that person's in a good place, even if it means like. So when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, what was it like whenever you had an issue? Like, how did you bring it up? So here's the thing. Uh, it, again, I didn't have much of it. I didn't have much of an issue up until the end. Um, right. But during, if I had an issue, that's where the, uh, that's where the silent treatment came in. You know, I'd be like, huh. you would give her the silent treatment if you, if, if she did I, something wrong to you. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. it, it didn't matter if it, if I did something to her, I'd know. And then yes, I would react with like, oh, geez, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to do that. And I'll just mumble and just keep quiet. And then mm-hmm. if she did something to me, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to know this. Mumble, mumble, mumble. And then I keep quiet. Solved nothing. Solved absolutely right. nothing. Um, but again, at that time, we, for, so my last relationship was seven years, I want to say. And four of those years were conflict free, at least. Uh, we had wow. very, very little butting heads of anything. Uh, mm-hmm. because we were, the honeymoon phase lasted that long. The honeymoon phase lasted that for some plus years. And then we got comfortable. And then, you know, we were getting antsy. And then, like, 
people, we were getting stressed. And then like, and so things got built up and built up and built up and built up to the point where like, okay, now I'm feeling upset about stuff. Oh, now I'm feeling angry about things. And so mm -hmm. that's how it developed. But I mean, I, I guess I throw it back to you. Like, were you, how did you like, yeah, in a relation, when you were in a relationship, how was your way of handling things? So I feel mine was very introverted, but if you're an INFJ through and through since back then, you might've had some extroverted um, ways of handling. Conflict. Yeah. Um, I am INFJ. And for INFJs, if there's something they're really, really passionate about, passionate about, they really don't have a hard time saying it, especially if it's somebody that they're close to, which is what I find. Like if it's somebody I don't know, then it's not a big deal. Yeah. But if it's somebody I'm close to, I don't have an issue saying what needs to be said or how I'm feeling about something or if they've offended me or if they've done something wrong or, you know, harmed me in any way, I have no issue saying it. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that's how the conflicts went when I was in a relationship. See, the because we we're so close, I guess. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you, you spoke your mind quite often then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd always say, um, you know, I'm not one of those people um, in a relationship where, like, you would have to guess if something's wrong. Like, I will tell you. Which is nice because there is kind of an expectation of mind reading um, in relationships quite often. Uh, right. I, I, I noticed that at least. Um I don't know. Any, I, I mean, I think I'm ho I hope I've grown since to the point where I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, conflict. Okay. Uh, something's upsetting me. I'll let you know. Like, I'm hoping I can do that the next time I'm in a relationship. Like, yeah, I'm going to, mm -hmm. this is what's bothering me. I don't know. Again, I'm, another thing that I'm learning is when to pick, you know, like, when to pick your battles. When do mm -hmm. you, when do you push us, when do you push, a, uh, your issue, like, when do you push your, your point of view? about something and when don't you because it's just look the vast majority of arguments really i think are kind of bigger than the argument itself like there's something bigger going on under the surface of that yeah. stuff usually as far as i can tell um mm -hmm. so hopefully that's not the case for a lot of people. <laughs> but i think for again for a lot of introverts it's just it's difficult to engage and so for me um i'm learning because we're going to get to a point where we're going to we're going to get to a corner in a minute here about how to kind of uh, step away from from this this uh, this nature of wanting to run away and hide, which is something that I normally would do is run away and hide. That's what that's me. Mm -hmm. being, that's me brooding. Me brooding is me running away and hiding from the problem. Right. It's like I don't want to deal with this right now. I'd rather just pretend everything's even if it's not okay. I just want to pretend. You know, that everything's wrong. normal. Yeah, that nothing's really wrong, and that's dumb. But mm -hmm. people do it, and I do it. Uh, but yeah, uh, picking your battles is like one of probably one of the biggest lessons I should have learned originally. <laughs> because yeah. I mean, I didn't know that in the beginning of well, when I was really young, mm -hmm. and I was dating. When I was really young. It would be yeah. Anytime something bothered me, it'd be like, well, we have to talk about it because it. In my mind, I'm like, this is really important. Mm 
Yeah. But then as you get older, you realize, nah, it's not, I mean, not that important. It's like. Well, and it's something you can, you know, it's something that you can learn to live with. And I kind of look at that like from my own parents, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I know them well enough to where I know how my dad thinks and I know how my mom thinks. And I'm pretty certain that they have developed a way of being like, okay, that's you being you. I can, I can deal with that. Like you're going to be this way. That's right. fine. And vice versa. And it's just like, that's kind of how you have to approach at least relationships. Friendships, again, with friendships is a little well, different. Well, re- with relationships, it kind of takes a while too, because, you know, um, your parents have known you like your whole life. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've had years to get used to your personality. Well, I mean, I, I'm talking amongst themselves more than to me, you know. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, if they get angry with you or something. No, 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 no. I'm talking between themselves. Like, okay. they, they're in a relationship where between themselves, they know when and where is an appropriate time. Like, okay, that's going to be how they are. And I think that's, with a friendship, it's different. You know, um, I think I let a lot of stuff go in a friendship with, 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 with someone I'm friends with. If that's how you want to think, that's cool by me. Like, you know, uh, right. I, like that's I'm not gonna fight you on that. I I, st- I want to be your pal. Right, it's your it's your life. I guess because when you're in a friendship with somebody, it's different than a relationship because the relationship is like directly affecting you. Yeah. Oh you yeah, know? for sure. In that yeah. sense, unless you have like very very separate lives, which is cool. But yeah, like for you, like when you're married, like you know things that bothered you, you'd have to deal with it like on a daily basis. Well, or if it was something very large, daily. like something oh <laughs> really big, you know, it would affect yeah. you on some level. Sure. I hope not a daily basis, though, because that means there's really big problems in the relationship you're <laughs> well, doing. I mean, like, you know, if there was just even some, like, weird quirk, like, you did it, like, I don't know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. Well, look, for you me. You got to deal with it. Yeah. No, quirks, I understand. Like, quirks, and not daily. Like, you learn to, you know, not, don't, you learn to live with it, and then you learn to kind of accept it, and then it doesn't become an issue. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, you know, um, we, this is the only time I'll ever bring this up, but we're in a very hot political climate right now. And I know some people who are, think one way that I don't necessarily agree with. And I think I know other people who think another way that I don't necessarily agree with. And I right. just kind of like, okay, that's fine. That's good you. on you. Yeah, good on <laughs> you. You do you. But like, yeah. But but if I were in a relationship with that person, I'd be like, okay, look, <laughs> let, let, <laughs> let, let, let's at least talk this out because uh, we're in conflict here, and I'd like to at least I want to hear your point of view, and I want you to know mine. Mm-hmm. And again, that's something that took a long time for me to develop. It took it took it took not having to deal with it for so long, and then like having the current political climate be like, okay, I need to learn how to deal with this now because there's people around me who I have to meet and deal with on a regular basis. And I have to learn to bite my tongue. And I do, I do all the Mm -hmm. time. And I think it's better that way. But if I'm ever in a relationship again, um, huge if, uh, I don't know how, yeah. Cause I don't know how, how I'd react if I knew somebody who was just completely one way and just like, Oh, Man, I don't know. I can't live with this. <laughs> like, you right. know, because you, you know, it wasn't up until last year when people realized, oh my god, who did I marry or who am I dating? Because this person totally, you know, is this way. It's totally different than me. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to – that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, just not talk about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know how much you hate talking about it. I do. I do. <laughs> it's just oh, – it's so frustrating. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the – and, yeah, you're right. And and, and that's why we, we will cover with a lot of what we're talking about in the future in this on the show is relationships are going to be a big part of it in the sense of – it's something you can't avoid. And we're not talking mm-hmm. just like marriage, dating, whatever. I mean, all relationships. It's difficult to avoid. Friendships, uh, family members, teachers, bosses, or whatever, coworkers. Like, that's stuff that we have to deal with. Um, and each one is to handle differently. So, um, how do we not be introverted when it comes to conflict? Corner number one. We're on the, we're on the, we're on the corner we're on of, the corners. yeah. We're on the corner of first and main. And it's called, what do we do? with conflict as an introvert. So go ahead. School me. E, school um, me. I have no idea. Oh my God. Next corner. <laughs> okay, next <sure. laughs> well, um, I, I have no, I mean, like it would be really difficult. I feel unless you really cared, you know, because well, let's put it into the context of, we are talking to people who's, Again, whatever the relationship is between the, the other person, it's important enough to you to want to keep. To want to, okay. Friendship, yeah. Relation, you know, uh, uh, dating, whatever it is, it's important enough for you that you want to keep it. So how? But now, because you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit, you're gonna bump heads with them eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually. So how yeah. do you? What are steps? Do you think we need to take to be like I, I can step out of my little cave and actually meet the person head on with, with this conflict? Well, the only thing I can think of is just regular arguing tips that people have. <laughs> regular arguing <laughs> How tips. How to properly argue. Um, I don't know what that means. You don't know how to properly argue? I, d- I just don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> well, okay. So you, you calm down first because you don't want anything to get too heated. Yeah. And then you take the time to really figure out why you're hurt. Mm-hmm. And what the issue is on the inside. And when you express and when you talk to the person about it, you try and express it in a way that's about how you're feeling about it. Not necessarily pointing out like you're wrong because you did this. It's like, I feel this way. I feel hurt because of whatever, whatever mm-hmm. happened. I don't know. Give me an example. Well, I mean, I, I, what's the thing? Like, Give you an example. Uh, <laughs> give me an example. <laughs> I, can, I can give you a ton, uh, but you know, let's just say, uh, just I mean, because again, a lot of this stuff can 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 come from from a misunderstanding. For instance, you know, you like to uh, you like to text a lot. You know, text is is a very difficult medium to interpret. People text all the time. Right. Everyone, I I walk down the street and I see people on their phone texting. So I get it. You know, you're, you're in, you know, you're, uh, you're putting your thoughts into words that you think are thought out. And then when they're thrown into the ether, it triggers the net person and says, Oh, wait a minute. That's, you mean this. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say a couple of, you can say two words and all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, this is what you meant. And it gets misinterpreted because it's text. You, you can't see. Yeah, you can't have like emotion or mm-hmm. there's no tone. Tell if someone's really kidding or not. Yeah. 
And I think that's a problem even in, in person, talking to a person. Because I'm, I, I think of myself as fairly sarcastic. I, feel like, I, think, I look at myself as kind of like, I like to joke a lot. Like, I like to make, I, I like to poke fun at people. I like to, to joke around. I like to tease because mm-hmm. I don't tease very many people. You know, I, I obviously, you know, uh, like my, like my friend in Ireland, I obviously like the guy. So I'm going to tease him. Uh, you know, I, I tease the people who I like, you know, it's, I, I'm, there's people who I just feel comfortable with being able to joke around with, but not everyone can handle that. Mm-hmm. Some people take it seriously, especially because I'm not always the most expressive person. I haven't been in a long time. I used to be really smiley and laughy and stuff, and then I've just, that's went away. I have resting bitch face all the time now. Um, <laughs> it's just how I am, and it's not you know it, it just it's just how it is, and so it's not always easy to interpret what a person is saying, and. I think the best way for an introvert to kind of let themselves be known is not over explain, but just kind of be prepared to have to explain yourself. Be prepared to have to kind of like, no, this is what I meant. No offense. (laughs) This is, this is, I just, I just, you know, uh, I think I, you know, I, I, uh, I like your shirt today or that's all I meant. I didn't say, uh, I like, the way, so, I don't know, some weird thing about your shirt, you know? <laughs> this is harder than I thought. <laughs> it is it's, It is hard. I think that's why we, you know, when, when you had suggested doing this part of like, well, how do you kind of step away from that? I think it's important because it is, it's hard. It's hard to. Yeah, it is. Um, because I can only come from my experience. I've never been, you know, that kind of person who, um, Unless it's my parents <laughs> right. to just, you know, not say anything. Yeah. In a close relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure how to go about that or like what that person's experiencing or feeling or thinking in that moment. I know that for myself, it's hard to kind of, cause I bite my tongue a lot. Um, I have, I don't want to upset anybody, you know, I don't want to accept it, especially if I've upset them before. I don't want to upset them again. And I learn, I try to learn from my mistakes. I try to learn that if I said something wrong, especially if I didn't intend for it to be something wrong, mm-hmm. I try to correct it as quickly as possible. And I believe from my own experience with introverts, it's more like, Oh, I did something wrong. The run again, the flea, the, the flea response. So I, I, I want to say that, um, really learning to kind of taking that, f- that 10 seconds, taking that time off and being like, okay, let me collect my thoughts. Even if you're in the middle of an argument with the person in person, be like, just give me, just give me some, like, just, just ask, be like, give me a minute here, please. Mm-hmm. Most people are decent human beings who are like, okay, well, I'll give you, even though I'm pissed at you, I'll give you the minute. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'll give you that time. And then you can collect your thoughts and then, like the subject of public speaking that we're going to do at some point. Um, it's hard to be like, okay, now I have to look you in the eye and I need to tell you, this is how I feel. <laughs> or not look you in the eye and look everywhere else. Which happens. <laughs> and tell to you me. how I feel. <laughs> exactly. It's hard. It's hard to do. You know, we try to articulate what's inside and it's really hard to do. I have a really mm-hmm. hard time doing it in all honesty. You know, I have a really hard time kind of like, well, I didn't, you know, like that really hurt my feelings. And being able even to say that kind of like, 
makes me cringe. Well, that's why it, it would have to be obviously someone that you, you know, care enough about because opening yourself like that. Well, that's what I'm, as yeah. an introvert is like a no go. Like I don't go there unless I'm like close with the person. But even then, I think a lot of introverts, even if they're close to a person, don't open up that way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just again, they, they, it, I can't like when I watch a movie and I know there's that moment where they're like, "Oh, they're gonna fight." I don't want to watch this. Or, oh, there's going to be that, that obvious misunderstanding trope. Or they're going to. I know. Seriously. Don't you get like so stressed out about it that you have, like for me anyway, I get so stressed out about it. I will have to leave the room. Like I can't. Yes. Can't sit there and watch it and then watch them go through the whole process. It's like if it, if I get too invested in a movie and I know there's going to be like a big fight scene. Yeah. Where there's like a misunderstanding, then I'll just like leave during that part and come back later. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. 100%. And it's, I don't know if it's the empathy in me where yeah. I start feeling like what they're feeling and I'm like, oh, yeah, I you don't. feel the stress. You're like, oh, if I was in that situation, I would be like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. And that's luckily a lot of movies lately don't do that anymore. Like, Modern movies don't do that, but a lot of nineties and early two thousands movies yeah. are just like, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> the stuff that could be like easily solved with like a quick conversation." <laughs> exactly. If they only, yeah, if only one word was changed, and be like, "Oh, they wouldn't be in conflict anymore." Yeah. Uh, oh, I caught you with the maids. Like, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Whatever. Like it's things like that. But you're, yeah, if you'd yeah. stayed one second longer, exactly, you'd know exactly what was going on. I hate that. But you're right. I I have to. What I end up doing because I don't I don't get up and leave. I just close my eyes and like go to another place and I try not to listen. <laughs> I just disappear for, and then like, okay, I listen in a little bit. It's that the scene is over. I can open my eyes and be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I get really... too involved in movies. I get nuts. I like stand up and I pace and I'm like, Oh, like I can't, what the heck? Like, this is so stupid. We feel too much. E that's the problem. <laughs> we feel too much, <laughs> but that's the point. And, and I think the last thing I'm going to say then about, um, con- about, uh, stepping outside of your comfort zone with, with introversion and conflict is there's a fear. There's a fear of the reaction from the other person. You'll never know. You'd have no control over how the other person is going to react when you tell them mm-hmm. what, how you feel. It's just not going to happen, but you can control how you react and you can control how you feel and what you do in that situation. So, my recommendation is because it's already hard enough for you to speak up. Usually like it's hard for an introvert to speak up in general, mm-hmm. just formulate the, the five or six words you need to say that kind of get your point across and be like, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you later. And then you just take, take your time away from that situation. Just step away from that situation, you know, and then come back to it later because they're still going to be there. Whoever it is, your friend, your family, your, your uh, significant other, they're going to be fig. sig fig. I know you sig fig. It's just like, oh, geez, sig fig. <laughs> oh man. It's just like, all I can see are diagrams whenever you say sig fig, but I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've learned to adopt the terminology. But yeah, you, you, you know, you want to, you, you want to make sure, cause you care about them and you want to make sure they're okay. And you don't, even if they pissed you off, you just want to be, you want to step away from that situation. Say your piece for briefly. Be like, I'm just angry. Can you give me some time? And then take out how long you need to. 
But don't make well, it the whole and day. And also, when you come back after you've cooled down, I feel like it's very important to have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Even if it's uncomfortable. Because if the person doesn't know, it's just not fair to them. Like, it was for, if it, if it was me on the other end, like, I pissed somebody off, and then they were like, I have to go. And they, they just, like, left. And then I'm stuck wondering, <laughs> what did I do? Like, what yeah. the hell did I do? Um, but, uh, and if yeah. they came back and they were calm and they're like, oh, everything's good now, I'd be like, what the hell happened? Like, we need to figure out what's going on because mm. I personally wouldn't want to do it again. Like, whatever I did wrong. Yeah. You know, to get them so mad that they would have to, like, up and leave. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, say what you need to give it. Find out those six to ten words that you need to say to kind of explain what's going on. Then take the time off. Don't don't take the time out of me. Don't just leave and leave it unresolved. Because yeah, I know how that feels. I know how mm-hmm. it feels when somebody says, "I can't talk right now. I gotta go." I hate that. It's like, well, well, and you're just stuck. Like I've been stuck in a situation where I'm just sitting there, like, and I just brood about it all day long. I just think about it all day long. As a matter of fact. Yeah, seriously. It's like crazy in your head. You're like going over and over again. Like what happened? Like what exactly did I do? Yeah. And that's the problem with introverts because we're emotional people. A lot of introverts are very emotional people. We take things to heart quite often. And Mm -hmm. it's just learning to be able – it's just – it takes time and it's very slow. It's a very, very slow process. And maybe you never learn how to get out of it. But I know it's like I feel this way. I can't help but feel this way. This is how I feel. And you just kind of have to, again, if it's an, if it involves another person, you just kind of have to like, okay, I mean, I just have to wait it out and I just have to be miserable for however long it takes. <laughs> right. And, and it just, it's just how it is. Um, so yeah, learn from, learn from that. Learn from our mistakes. Learn from us. You know, we're, we're kind of spilling our guts here about the kind of things that we've done wrong. But, um, anyway. Any other advice you want to give them before we move on? Um, nothing that I can think of at this very moment. Okay. So, hopefully that helps. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that's our, our that's our kind of our goal, right? Is to kind of help a little bit um, <laughs> in in the scenario. But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, all right. Uh, I guess we can move on to something else here. Uh, if you have any thoughts, all right. If you have any thoughts, we do have an email address now. We have an email address. Yay for email. Ooh, what is it? It is introverts. I don't even know. <laughs> it's introverts guide to the universe at gmail.com. So it's the entire name of the podcast. Introverts guide to the universe. No apostrophe. It's just all one word. Um, I was going to just do the initials and I'm like, uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I G T T U. No, that's fine. So just just introverts guide to the universe at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Give us your thoughts. And uh we will uh any emails we get, uh for the most part, unless it's really bad, <laughs> we'll talk about it on the on the podcast. <laughs> Cause yeah. Just letting you know. Um, all right. Uh let's move on to the next thing here. Uh so we've turned the corner on first and main. Now we're on seventh and grand. And which is weird because it's on a different it's on the same block. So for yeah, some reason the, the 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 street names have changed all of a sudden. And we're gonna talk about um everyone's favorite segment, uh for the most part. Oh, I didn't give a se- I guess I think I have to think of a uh, segment song for the for the last one, but here we go. 
favorite segment is this? Well, we've only, I've only used the, the soundbite once. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a, the spooky, scary stuff uh, segment uh, or a corner of the podcast where we share something spooky or creepy that has either been uh, exper- we experienced or someone else has experienced. Uh, e, what, what do you have for us today? Well, I have a story that is, for once, not personal because the last two I shared were personal stories. Yeah, the bathroom one was um, great. Yeah, the bathroom one that I'm not sure anyone even heard. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it's for us. It's there. The pilot is up there. If anyone wants to listen to it, it's 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 available for download. <laughs> check it out. Check it out today. Yeah. Um. So this one's a non-personal story, but it has to do with an area that I live in. Mm-hmm. So everyone, get your pen, and paper mm-hmm. out, so you know exactly where I live. <laughs> burp, burp. So the story that I wanted to tell was um, the story of the Green Lady. Wait, did you tell me the story? I think you told me the story about the Green Lady. I'm not sure if I told you the story. Go ahead. Let's share with us. I'm pretty sure I did not. All right. Okay, so the Green Lady is a story of a woman who had children. I think she had three children in the story. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case. Um. So she used to take her kids fishing and she used to take them through um, a gulch, which is found in Wahiwa of Hawaii. Um, And this is the area where like growing up, I used to hang out a lot. I used to go there a lot. And the gulch was kind of like a creepy place, but it said that she roams in that area. And she's a woman covered all in um, vines and greenery. Because the story goes that she went into the gulch once with her kids. She didn't want them to get hit by cars. So she went down that path and over the bridge instead of going on the main road. And then for some reason, she lost either one or all of her kids because there's like varying stories. Mm -hmm. But... Um, so she she can't find them. She's looking for them everywhere. And she um, can't seem to find them no matter how hard she looks. And she runs out and asks people for help. And nobody wants to help her. So she runs back in and keeps looking for her kids. And she's never seen again. So supposedly her kids are not seen. She's not seen. So they're probably like, I guess, all ghosts now. All dead. <laughs> But, but you, don't know, you don't know about the kids part, but you know about her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the kids part for sure, but she's the main focus because she has um, reportedly been seen by people mm-hmm. and she's covered in um, green vines and growing things and she smells pretty bad because they think it's like the rotting green on her greenery. Mm-hmm. And um, she said to take kids that go into the gulch. So if you're a child, don't go into the gulch alone. Okay. And, um, she's been seen at the very edge of, um, a school there, an elementary school there, because that's where the gulch ends. So people say they have seen her there. All right. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of (laughs) creepy. Kind of creepy. It's something that people tell their kids around here. Sure, sure. Uh, I would, I could see why. Yeah. 
that's a that's not something you want to just throw around there. And I, I would think I would say there's a lot of ty- a lot of those types of stories where you are right. Like I would assume at least because there's a lot of um, supernatural history. Yeah, and then there's lots of very um, just like from the you know original inhabitants, mm-hmm. the rightful inhabitants, the Hawaiians. Yeah, have they're very um, superstitious. They have their own. You know, stories and ghosts and menahunis and night, night marchers. And, um, then you add that with like Filipino people who came in with the, for the plantations and they're very superstitious. They have their Mm -hmm. own superstitions and Japanese, same way. Yeah. You know, so like a lot of the culture gets mixed in and it's like, you know, just a bunch of superstitious people all hanging out. I I don't see I don't know any of those stories. That's the thing. Like I don't I mean, living in California, I guess California has fewer kind of the, those kinds of stories because we're just a huge landmass of just stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we don't really have a lot of those like localized stories or anything. So, um it's yeah, hard to Yeah, we all. have tons. We have Pele, you know, like the Oh, the soccer player? Wow. Don't even joke, son. He's pe- this is serious. Pele. You don't joke about Pele. Pele's a, Pele's Especially a at player. nighttime, you crazy. It's night where I'm at. It's night where most people are. <laughs> I know, but dang. Uh, yeah, well, maybe not most people. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, okay, great. Well, there you go. The Green Lady. Yeah, you don't know about Pele? I, again, I just know. Oh, but like the fire, the fire goddess, and if, oh, ooh. um. If you are walking on the side of the street, or if you're driving on the side of the road and you see a lady and she asks you for a ride, mm-hmm. and you don't give her one, your car could like malfunction. I love that. That's the the. <laughs> I love that. That's the the curse that happens. Well, I mean, there's stuff that happens. Like, there's lots of scary stories involving Pele, where like people will pick her up, and then like they'll be trying to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And then she'll, like, light something from her thumb. Like, she'll light a cigarette with her thumb. And then, like, they look in the rearview mirror and she's completely gone. Oh. And then there's also, like, I don't know. There's just, like, tons of stories. If I did, like, a story every single week about Hawaii, we'd have, like, tons of material. Uh, well, then, good. I'm assuming then you will. (laughs) (laughs) As a result, we'll have tons of material. (laughs) I only have Yeah, but the green lady was, like... An area that I lived in and frequented, and I off I went to the gulch a lot, like without my parents knowing. So, oh, with my family, like my cousins and stuff. And you never encountered the green lady. No, but um, in Hawaii we call her the the green lady. Lady. <laughs> That's just the action. Like, oh, you see the green lady. Oh, is that like the Polynesian accent of some sort, or? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a Hawaiian accent, like pigeon. Ah, uh, all right. We don't say the green lady. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. When I say lady, it sounds creepy, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thanks for that. Uh, the green lady. Uh, lede. Uh, go ahead and check it out. look her up. Hit her up. Yeah. L-E-D-E. Uh, lede. Yeah, yeah. L-E-D-E-H. <laughs> the lede. <laughs> um, Start saying that. Hey, ledes. Hey, ledes. <laughs> Wow. That's like surprisingly less creepy. Really? I was going to say, like, that's creepier when I go, hello, (laughs) ladies. 
<laughs> I, I think I think I'd get punched. I think I'd get kicked in the nuts for that one. Um, I feel like it'd be less creepy because they'd immediately laugh. Uh, like what the hell? Oh, good, good. <laughs> I start off as a punchline to start a start on the right foot. You yeah. know, start off the relationship right with laughter. Good, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess so. Moving on. Um, I, my my story. All right. Um, I'm scared. It better not be really scary because I have to go to bed after. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, you're the one talking about green ladies and and lettuce and. Uh, well, I ain't in Mahilo right now, so it's fine. She can't travel this far. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Well, she gets an Uber. Oh, anyway, and then she disappears before she gets to her. Destination. I know. Before she even gets there, they look in the rearview mirror and she's gone. And they're like, "Damn it! I lost my, I lost my fare." Oh, <laughs> Five star review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah they still get a five-star review from from the green lady anyway um <laughs> thanks for letting me disappear on you uh yeah so i used to work construction uh that may be a surprise to some people <laughs> maybe not a surprise Spooks. to some but uh i used to i used to do work construction and my contractor uh believed in a lot of the spiritual stuff mm-hmm. and so we're te- we're tearing down a house remodeling it um and all of a sudden he's you know, he's sniffing the air and he's like, What does that smell? It smells like coffee. This corner of the room. It's like it smells like coffee. Oh dude, I'm spooked. Don't Why? even tell me the rest of the story. I'm so scared. Why is that scary? It's just coffee. <laughs> because if you smell something, even in like you know, like in Hawaii, mm-hmm. if something smells off and something smells like flowery or weird in a certain part of the house. Or the room that means something's haunting, like some kind of haunting is gonna happen, like something's there. Well, I can't just stop there. I have to finish. I'm my scared. <laughs> well, it'll be fine. I'll tell it before you go to bed. I'll tell some jokes. You're tell it'll me, be... like you'll tell me one joke, a singular joke, and be like, "No, <laughs> good night." I'll, I'll make sure. I'll make sure to make it the funniest joke ever, or something, but or several of them. <laughs> I read this thing on um the internet. There was like a meme, and it was like. Um, a, a dad tucking in his son and the son's like, dad, this year, can we go to a haunted house? And the dad's like, what's wrong with the one we're in? He's like, what? He's like, good night, son. <laughs> That's what I, that, there's my joke to you then. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So, so he smells coffee, brings, um, one of, the, uh, brings the, I don't know if it was the owner or somebody else. I was like, Come over here, smell this. And you smell that. Like, oh yeah, I smell the coffee. Uh, it was the owner because we actually ended up talking to the owner later. So we, we smell the coffee. We keep doing what we're doing. It's a very specific place in the room and it was really strong. Um, I sm- I smelled a little bit of it, but I wasn't sure if it was coffee. It could have been anything, but, uh, I'm a skeptic. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to just, I'm yeah, not just going to. So you dulled your senses. Yeah. So I don't with necessarily. Your skepticism. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, can we go to other haunted beds, Dad? Uh, <laughs> not like the bed you're on now. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, so we finally, so we, we end up talking to the, uh, to the owner and the owner's like, yeah. And it smelled like, oh, it smelled like coffee and cigarettes. I forgot the cigarettes part. So it smelled like coffee and cigarettes. Um, and mind you, there was nothing there. We stripped the walls down. We stripped the carpeting. It was just the, uh, the beams, you know, the, the support beams and everything. It was just, it was just, that was it. So it was really weird that that smell stayed. So mm-hmm. they asked the owner. Yes. The owner said, yeah, yeah, that was where my mother would always sit and smoke and drink her coffee. 
It's like, oh, okay. So, what's your mom? So, your mom's still here. And so, we, we start talking, and he's again very, very into this stuff and saying, yeah, well, there's a reason why she's still here. She's, you know, just kind of explaining, like, oh, she's probably looking after you, or she's probably doing this, that, and the other thing. And I'm just like, okay, all right, all right, you know, whatever, sure. We end the job. The job is over uh, for the day, not, not over for the whole thing, but we end for the day. We're outside, kind of just having lunch. And we're both kind of just looking at the house. And it's empty, you know, it's been, again, everything's stripped, it's empty. Uh, all the windows are locked, doors are closed, and the curtain, the, the kitchen curtains, like, move a little bit. And we kind of look at it, like, okay, whatever. And we look, and he's staring at it, and I'm, and I see in the corner of my eye, like, okay, it's moving a little bit more, and apparently, I didn't see this, but apparently there was, like, a figure that was standing at the window staring out at us as we were standing there watching the house. There was something there. But we I couldn't explain personally. What is oh Siri, I'm not talking to you, Siri. <laughs> Siri <laughs> <laughs> Siri went off. I'm not talking to you, Siri. Relax. Um but yeah, so apparently uh there was a fi- a, a figure of a woman standing at the window staring at us, but I couldn't explain why the uh, curtains were moving or why it should have moved. Oh, that's too spooky. But apparently it was something I wi- I mean it's something I witnessed, but I'm like it could have been anything. Come on now. Well, we ended up finishing the job, and it still smelled like coffee and cigarettes, but we never saw the moving. I can't. I got, like, chicken skin right now. Chickens? What is can't chicken skin? even. If that means I can... Oh, I can... I'm sorry. Uh, goosebumps. Oh. You call goosebumps chicken skin? I'm like, it, that's tasty. Yeah, I've never seen, like, chicken... Raw chicken skin. Well, I mean, I've seen raw chicken skin, but I don't... Yeah, but it looks like that, right? Like, bumpy. Anyway, so that's that. That was dang one. spooky. I can't yeah. handle it. I'm nice. gonna like have nightmares about coffee and cigarettes tonight. <laughs> Girl standing at my window. I can't. I gotta look the other way yeah. when I sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. What's that shadow behind you? Ah. Uh, no. <gasps> well, wait, wait. Well, wait till I tell the Ouija board story. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I don't want to hear that one. That okay. one's like no. Uh, I don't even mess with that kind of stuff. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Well, first, well, anyway, that's fine. I was gonna say Ouija was actually invented by like Hasbro or something. Like, it was meant to be a game, and it ended up turning yeah, it was meant into to be evil. a game. But then, like, they turned it into a portal for hell. Like, we don't want to be talking about that. <laughs> Hashtag hell portal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's my one inside joke for the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. That's that. I can turn off the creepy music now that has been playing in the background. Uh, I know. The background music was like chilling. Oh, good. Well, that's the effect. That's the effect I was hoping for. Uh, yeah, my story was like mediocre, medium. Your story was like next level. And you're all no, like, I've never had a ghostly experience in my life. And I'm like, okay, it's just because you're a skeptic. But come to find out you have. And it's just like you're in denial. I, I, maybe. Maybe. Uh, like I said, I have more stories from just like, I guess stuff happened. Who knows? But I'll, I'll tell those, uh, for next time. Right now we're turning the corner once again to, uh, Fifth and, um, Maple. That's right. The names of the streets changed once again because we just <laughs> live in a world where the streets are The all- only name, when you're searching for a street name, the only thing that popped into my head was the word liver. So I was like, uh, I'm not going to say that out loud. Liver? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, the liver and onion, the liver, liver street and liver and onion corner. But no, uh, <laughs> unlike, uh, unlike, uh, what do you call it? Um, Salt Lake City, where it's just numbers. Oh man, that was the worst. <laughs> Every street was just a number. Just like, hey, you're on one, three, five, five, nine, six, seven. I was like, I don't, I can't do that. That's too much. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're on the corner now where, uh, we get to, where we get to play a game. I don't have game music. I should have brought, I should have found game music. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm not going to play that. Dun, 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 First, maybe like first one at 10 or something. Uh, we have to think of a prize to give one another. <laughs> so there's stakes. There's stakes. Yo, I hear something on my window. I'm scared. Uh, that's me. Uh, <laughs> don't. Like for real though. No, that's, no, relax. There's nothing over there. It's okay. It's probably a rat. That's it's probably, even scarier. <laughs> it's probably your, your guinea pig finally wanting to come True back that. home. <laughs> It's like, I'm tired of being out here. Let me in. It's going to be cold soon. <laughs> I would be hella scared if that was even the case. Well, yeah, the, the, the freaking the, guinea pigs staying at the window. Knocking, like waving, like, I need to come in. It's cold out here. <laughs> One time I was like, um, this is like years and years ago. I was talking on the phone late at night with one of my friends. And um, I heard like a weird noise outside. And all of a sudden... Like a cat just like jumps out of nowhere and lands like directly on the screen with its claws. <laughs> cats have <laughs> like, a tendency to do that. Scared though. the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, cats are cats are weird like that. So I think you're okay because cats are just weird <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think you're all right. Um, but anyway, here we go. We're gonna do a quiz, and the quiz is on a topic that I prepared her for, but she decided not to study up on. I know. And it is I thought not- I would go like old style on it, you know, like how I was at school, like not study at all. Yeah. Show up. The answer is and C. Ace it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I don't. Uh, we had very different school experiences. Um. <laughs> So here we go. Uh, we are talking about salsa, uh, not the dance, which she is into. We're talking about the condiment salsa. So here we go. Uh, what state in our United States has designated the tortilla chips and salsa as the state snack? Calvada. What? Calvada. It's a state. What's Calvada? Is that California, Nevada? California, Nevada. <laughs> no. It's one state. It's not two. It's one state. And I'll give you choices. Okay. okay. Is it A, Arizona, B, New Mexico, C, Texas, or D, California? Okay, try that again. But when it's the right answer, blink. No. <laughs> I'm not going to help you cheat on this. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you cheat. No, no. No, you. All right. Is it A, Arizona, B, New Mexico? I'm not going to wait. I'm going to blink. I'm staring. B, New Mexico, C, Texas, or D, California? Uh, I didn't blink on any of those. You're on your own. <laughs> okay. So, California? No. Texas? Maybe. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay, so wait, what was the question? <laughs> what state <laughs> has designated tortilla chips and salsa as the official state snack? And this was back in 2003, if that makes a difference. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. It has, makes no difference. Okay, okay. <laughs> Arizona. I'm going to say Arizona. All right. I don't have an uh, or a bing noise, so I'm just going to go uh, wrong. It is the great state of Texas. Yeehaw. Aww. Texas. Oh, man. On the 50th, oh, oh, geez. Um, uh, on the 50th anniversary of this company back in 1997, uh, May was declared National Salsa Month in recognition of the popularity and unique heritage of salsa. Now, I'm going to try to give you s- choices. Um, but I, I'd have to, th- I have to think about it because I don't remember the name of salsa makers, like salsa brands. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to do this for you. You could just do two and then it would still be a 50 50 shot and I'd probably still get it wrong. Okay. But- so here, you yeah, actually, I have, I have several here. You have a Tostitos brand salsa, B Ortega brand salsa. C, Newman's own salsa, or D, Pace Picante salsa. Uh, well, does it say just Picante salsa? That's weird. Anyway, <laughs> Tostitos, Ortega, Newman's own, or Pace. Who is the uh, originator of the salsa? Uh, and this was also celebrating their 50th anniversary of making salsa thing. No idea. Pace is like a pretty familiar brand. Like you see that all the time. So that's maybe one. I don't think it's going to be like the Newman's one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ortega, Ortega. I'm not sure. Okay. I would say either between Ortega or the last one. The Pace? <laughs> Did you not remember Pace? Pace or yeah. Ortega? Okay, so Pace or Ortega <laughs> apparently are your two choices. Which one will it be? Um, you- I'll say Ortega. All right, and the uh, the verdict is wrong. It is Pace <laughs> Picante Salsa. Pace has been the originator <laughs> of the salsa back in, I don't know when, but it was 50 years ago, back in 97, so in the 40s. Uh, so there you go. Pace made the first salsa. Oh, man. We have three more questions. Let's see if you can get the... Uh, if I get all three right, then I win. Then you win. You get a point. Uh, you do get a point uh, for that. All right. In 1991... Salsa became the number one top-selling condiment, beating out what other condiment? A. Ketchup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have to go through it. Yes, ketchup is right. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. Oh, man. Very nice. Well done. Well done. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Taco Bell's first salsa was originally what? Was it? A sauce for hamburgers, a sauce for chili dogs, a sauce for nachos, or a sauce for quesadillas. Taco Bell's first salsa was a sauce for the hamburger, a sauce for Did the- they have a hamburger there? They ain't got no hamburger there. Oh, Del Taco has hamburgers. Yeah, but that Del Taco ain't Taco Bell. No. So is it a is it, is it hamburger, chili dog, nachos, or quesadilla? Mm, nachos. 
Is that your final answer? Or quesadilla. <laughs> I need one. <laughs> Which one are you giving? Uh, I'll say nachos. All right. Well, the answer is... It is a chili dog sauce, apparently. Ew. Who knew that Taco Bell the chili dogs? Was that like when? Because I've never seen a chili dog there. I don't know either. It says Glenn Bell, the company's founder, started out serving hot dogs and running miniature golf courses. <laughs> okay, that That's was a why. long time ago. Yeah. So he wasn't. Yeah, like, Taco Bell, and he's not even serving tacos. He's freaking serving chili dogs. <laughs> chili dogs. All right. Nice. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, that was what? Four questions now? Here's our last one. Final question. Um, according to the USDA, chili, a uh, chili, <laughs> that's actually not even in here. Uh, salsa is officially <laughs> what? Is it an official, is it officially a condiment? Is it officially a fruit? Is it officially a vegetable? Or is it a, oh, officially, uh, or is it officially, um, a relish? Hmm. Uh, vegetable, fruit, or relish? Fruit. Fruit. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh. I would say a relish. A relish. If anything, because it's so chunky. Chunky. Well, back in 1998, the U.S. Department of Agriculture made the designation stating that salsa is a vegetable. What? Yes. <laughs> that just, they just did that to make them feel better about themselves because they weren't eating enough vegetables. They're they, like, salsa counts, right? Yes, yeah, tomatoes, it's onions. It's- and potato wedges, right? That counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ate potato wedges today, and then we put salsa on top. So we got two vegetables in there. We good. <laughs> yeah, you got your two, your two servings of vegetables right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Two out of what? How well, many vegetables are you supposed, supposed to have to five servings day? of vegetables a day? So you have two out of five. Half your servings, almost half your servings of vegetables is in the potato, is in the potato wedges and salsa. What else do you need? Uh, you don't need much else after that. Um, well, there you go. Uh, one out of five, uh, is Dang, commendable. I lost big time. I should have studied. <laughs> so, uh, don't tell me what mine will be next week. I want to be surprised. You don't want to study? Well, uh, if you want to tell me, if you know what it is now, tell me. But I, I figured maybe you weren't ready. You weren't, uh, you didn't have it in mind yet. Prepped. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because you were too busy thinking about salsa <laughs> to be thinking about my, your question to me, your, your quiz to me. But if you okay. have one, let me know and I will, I will prepare for it for the next time. Hmm. Let me think if I can think of something like this second. Okay. Um, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. I'm going to, I'm going to quiz you about your own state of California. Oh, all right. Okay. That yeah. works. That works. That, there's going to be a lot. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll I'm just going to do like a BuzzFeed thing. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm going to take the quiz and then I'm going to find like the best questions and then write them down. Cause I'm going to say I didn't, there, there are no salsa quizzes. You know, on here, I actually just looked up like facts about salsa and made up the questions as I went along. So, I mean, like, there are no quizzes about salsa. You just have to. Play. I'm pretty sure there's California quizzes. Oh, probably. How well do you know your state and things like that for sure? Yeah. But anyway, uh, there you go. I think that's it. Uh, well done. One out of five. Uh, couldn't have done better myself, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, that's it. That's our show. Uh, another one in the pocket. 
Thanks everyone for listening. Of who? Anyone's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like another one in the book and then you're like twisted it and you're like another one in the pocket. In, in, you know, people have pockets. Well, women don't always have pockets, though, because your 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 pants don't have pockets. Depending. Leggings don't got pockets. I understand the concept of leggings to a degree. I said, don't even get me started. Like yeah. nobody dresses up to like show off their ass. I don't know. <laughs> they're just really comfy and they're cute. Okay. <laughs> they're really comfortable. Hmm. Like especially if you're gonna go to a buffet. You get on your your jeggings or your leggings, slosh, gonna cover your stomach, and then you get to work on that buffet. You tie your hair up, and you get ready, girl. How many accents that's do you a, have? That's what leggings are for. <laughs> I love- I'm not gonna be wearing no sweats out in public. The leggings, I can kind of look, like, presentable while I get down. When I go and eat places, that's all that matters. I get serious. I put my hair up. It's like a serious ordeal. We need to like get our pants on. I have special pants for eating. <laughs> I have special. <laughs> like, pants are we going out to eat? Okay, I better get my overalls on because that is like you know looser. There's room. In other words, there's room for more. <laughs> there's room <laughs> for growth. <laughs> I I have learned so much today. <laughs> I'm learning. I, I continue to learn so much uh, through all of this. But uh, there you go. That's it. Go go go. Put your leggings on and enjoy a buffet. Um, go try the Bacchanal over at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. <laughs> amazing, amazing buffet. One of my favorites. Have a mimosa on on them, not me. On not me. Yeah, not me. On them. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's our show. Thanks for listening. You can always write in. I gave the email out before. Write in again. Let let us know your thoughts, your feelings. Let us know what we got wrong, what we got right. I would love to read emails. Yeah. Eve wants to read emails. I'm not going to read them. I'm just going to forward it to her. She'll read all the emails. <laughs> I'm not going to even look at any of them. And she'll she'll be the one. So if you don't, if your re- email doesn't get read, it's her fault. True. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that is introvertsguide to the universe at gmail.com. Go ahead and write there. I am on Twitter, aka the other guy. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Uh, also on Instagram and on Twitch or whatever, you can find me, a.k.a. the other guy. SincereSarcasm.net is the website where you can find all of these shows, including our upcoming um, Tiniest Book Club episode that we'll be doing uh, coming yep. out soon. Uh, again, we'll be talking about Neil Gaiman's uh, American Gods. American Gods. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, we're only going to be doing the first two chapters, but every week will be two or three chapters of the book. We'll discuss... Um, and we'll talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and all that good stuff. Uh, and lastly, uh, don't forget to check out all the other stuff that I'm on because she has no social media, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> e doesn't do social media, but, uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, but you can find me on other shows like, uh, this past week, Super Geeked Up, where you get to see my face. And I talk to a bunch of nerds all, all about, uh, female action heroes. And all sorts of weird stuff. All sorts of fun stuff. It's worth it. Go Interesting. Check it out. And another one that I want to pimp out as well is called When a Nerd Starts Over. Um, it is my buddy Dan's podcast of the No Ordinary Nerd Podcast. He talks, he, we're not, right now we're doing a series on love. Uh, right, we just, we, we will have the, uh, the good of love coming out this upcoming week, but we're also going to be talking about the bad 
the ugly and sex. We're going to talk about sex on that show too. So <gasps> be on the lookout yes. for that. We're going to talk about boning. Um, yeah, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if calls it God. boning. Dang. I had a friend of mine who called it porking. <laughs> That's how he uh, he called sex. He's like, I can't. People wait. here call it smashing. Smashing. Yeah, but I'm like, you're, I'm gonna pork her. I'm like, you're gonna pork her. That sounds terrible. Why would you do such a thing? Or sometimes poke because it's like wordplay on pokey. You know, poke. Yeah, like the food we eat. Like the food yeah. we, everyone eats. Poke. <laughs> it's the yeah, thing. we do. <laughs> and they're like, like poke. Yeah. Or like smash. Poke, smash. Uh, oh, the grossest one, the one I hate the most is oof. Like when people say that, it's like makes me nauseated. Oof? I've never heard of oof. I think it's a Hawaii thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the California equivalent of it is. Um, but, oh yeah, I don't know. what. I think we just call it sex. <laughs> I, don't think we, I don't think we mess around. Intercourse. <laughs> yeah. Coitus. We, just, we, go for, <laughs> yeah. we go straight for Latin. Would you like to engage in coitus? Yeah. Yeah. And then the panties drop, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I've heard. So I've heard. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, that sounds bad. But anyway, uh, just <laughs> we'll talk to you all next week <laughs> with a brand new show. Or actually, again, we don't know. It could be next week. It could be the week after. We don't know. But we'll have a show um, again soon. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, wait. I have music. I'm going to play that music because we, we have music. Here. I'm going to play this. Is it? Can you dance to it? You can. Dance. I can't. I, <laughs> what is that? It's like a weird thing.